from the Film Society of Lincoln Center. You're listening to The Close-Up. This week we sat down with writer-director Dustin Guy DeFay to talk about his new film, Person to Person, which was an official selection at the New Director's New Films Festival earlier this year, and begins its official theatrical run here at the Film Society this weekend. The comedy features an ensemble cast with Michael Sarah, Abby Jacobson, Philip Baker Hall, Tavi Gevinson, and more. It is an understated yet ambitious sophomore feature by one of American independent cinema's most exciting young voices. Assistant programmer Dan Sullivan caught up with Dustin Guy DeFay this week to talk about Person to Person, his many notable short films, and what's next for him. Let's go now to their conversation. All right, so I'm Dan Sullivan, uh, assistant programmer here at the Film Society of Lincoln Center. I'm joined today by Dustin Guy DeFay, the director of Person to Person, which opens here at the Film Society uh, Friday, July 28th. Let's get right into it. Hi, Dustin. Hi. All right. Um, so before before making Person to Person, you, and in fact, during the making of Person to Person, you had this um, incomparable run of, of uh, short form filmmaking. We... A couple of years ago, we ran a program of of your short films, and uh, I believe that that was during pre-production on on the feature. You, of course, made a short film uh, called Person to Person, which uh, the feature is not necessarily uh, an extension of that film, but it shares some personnel, certain vibe, certain things that are kind of intrinsic to what your project has been to date. Um, could you just talk a bit about how the feature grew out of uh, these short films that you were making? Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes I think the, the feature is almost uh, the culmination of making all of the shorts. Because, I mean, you know, the, the feature is sort of short story-like in some ways, vignette um, where I keep bouncing back and forth between um, these stories. Um and so I think maybe that you know there was like sort of a buildup of uh, of telling smaller stories and then and then getting into this feature. But yeah, I had made the short uh, and that premiered at Sundance. And while I was at Sundance, I was just I, yeah. I mean, I already felt so good about the movie, but then playing it, I just I just felt so I felt like I'd really found it such a nice tone. And then also Benny Cooper Smith, who's in that short and then in the feature, I wanted to work with him again because that had worked so well. So it was there at the festival. I, I just started thinking about a movie with just a lot of characters, like as many characters I could, you know, squeeze into a movie is really where I started from with Benny. And then uh, I wanted to fill it just with, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of interesting people that I knew. Um, and, uh, and then people I didn't know. Um, and so then, yeah, I started, I just started developing from there, but yeah, I do think it's, it, to me, it's almost like a, it's a beginning point and an end point of a certain kind of, of time period of me of making, of making all those short films. And yeah, unfortunately I didn't, I, we were in pre-production when that, when the theatrical run of the short films happened and I, I didn't, I, that was like a moment I would normally, man, I mean, that's a huge thing for me. And I didn't even, I didn't even get a relish it cause we were, the pre-production was so hardcore and I would just come over here and do Q and A's and then, um, but it was, uh, I was, it was so awesome. And uh, there was one night I got to relish that was, I felt good and I, I stepped away from the feature. Well, you're, I, it's to be expected. You're a, you're a working filmmaker. Well, yeah, I, so I wanted to ask about, um, about the the structure 
of the of the film's narrative um people have been calling it like a network narrative because of it has all these um intersecting and parallel threads and it sounds like from, from what you were just saying uh that that it had always been uh the idea um and perhaps that was dictated by uh you know these actors you knew you wanted to work with uh trying to figure out how to fit them all into one film but then i was also curious if it just had to do with a lot of having a lot of disparate ideas for um smaller films you know combining them because you'd just come off of this like we were just saying this run of making shorts so um could you just talk about that dimension of the film yeah, I mean, there's certainly. I, I knew all the stories were. I, I want. I wanted all the stories to be very different from each other. Um, and uh, but yeah, what definitely got me excited was the idea of making this sort of movie uh, where the, everything doesn't connect. And I never had that temptation of of connecting them. I knew that that was not something I was going for um, because it's. I don't. There are many movies I think that 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 kind of pull that off in, in an ensemble movie. And uh, but I also the challenge for me was because I think audiences are so aware of, I mean, they're so uh, there, it's an expectation in an ensemble movie that somehow everything's going to end up together. And, you know, in like a couple movies, things are pretty, uh, there are ensemble movies where people are overlapping a lot more, but then, you know, uh, like with shortcuts or something, you, uh, there's, there's something that will, or even Magnolia, something will make everything, you know, the frogs or the earthquake make everything connect. Um, but my, the trick I wanted to pull off, that was the challenge was to make the audience forget that uh, not want that or even forget that that was something that would uh, that they maybe had been expecting when they started watching the movie and so uh that's how i wanted everything to play out i really wanted to you know have that investment in each story and yet somehow make it playful enough and move in a certain kind of way that that expectation um wasn't there uh, but yeah, but you know, I developed I developed all of it together at the same time. All the characters, I wrote it all together and didn't didn't write them all separately, so I could keep it cohesive. Uh, and and uh, yeah, so uh, and the way I was developing them was there, I, I was you know just the thematically the connections between people and uh, friendship and things like that is how I was connecting everything. And obviously, I knew that it, you know it'd be very helpful to have that was over the course of a day and it was all in one city. And I think uh, yeah. I, this 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 already came across in in the short films, but um, there's a very strong writer uh, and kind of a a heady. Sometimes like you can work with some rather heady uh, formal ideas, but then you're also um, it came across uh, in the short films that you were um, very good at working with ensemble casts. Uh, something like uh, dramatic relationships, uh, considering the scale of the film has quite a few uh, actors in it. Um, so I'm just curious, how does how does uh, how does casting proceed when you're dealing with um, you know a, a much larger uh, canvas than you'd been working with uh, in those other films? Um, I mean, a lot of it did you know operate the same way because of how many you know we the, the movie's so full of it's also full of non actors as well as the professional. Um, so it, it it operated sort of in the same way uh, a lot of the times. Um, using a lot of people that I already knew and reaching out to them. Um, so the movie's full of those people, uh, people I either knew or had seen in other movies of, that my friends have made and things like that. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it was the first time I had gone through a, a real traditional casting process. Um, and, you know, we were also working th with, through agencies and things like that. But um, we always had, you know, it was always the goal with me and the producers that we would... Um, 
we would keep it the same. We keep this sort of intimacy that had been that had been going on. And you know, I'm not somebody. I, I'm you know, I'm sort of allergic to um, bad egos and things like that. Um, so uh, uh, the idea was always we've got to make this thing friendly. And I also because of the nature of the movie, also there's not one star, and um, and I, I I sort of wanted it to feel very equal with everybody, even you know even the people who just show up for one scene. Um, I mean, just in the characters and in the writing, I wanted all those those characters to have their own little life um, when they show up. But uh, but also, I, I I just wanted you know that mix of non actors and actors to be um, equalized, um, and there's no hierarchy at all uh, with the production and with the actors. And and so in order to do that, every I needed to hire very friendly people, um, and it all worked out. Everybody was so committed and um, and. Uh, there was, there, you know, it always felt really good. I mean, the production was hard, but, um, but in regards to, uh, everybody who was involved, it was, uh, we were, you know, lucky enough to have great people. Um, but yeah, it was the first time going through that, through that, the, um, normal casting process. But in this case, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was a little hard, but not, it wasn't, um, it wasn't too difficult. People were really attracted to the script and I, I got the people I wanted. So, uh, I was lucky in that, in that regard. The goal was always to get Philip Baker Hall, in other words. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, it has, the film uh, is also quite uh, distinctive uh, visually, but, you know, in, in a, in a low-key way, not in an uh, overly showy uh, way. And um, you're working, you worked with... Uh, the cinematographer Ashley Connor on this uh, first time working with her, right? Yeah. Um, can you talk a bit about um, just about that relationship? Um, how you guys sort of arrived at the visual idea of person to person? Um, well, we yeah we shot on sixteen, and Ashley was so excited. To, it was her first feature uh, on film. Um, although she's worked with it before, it's her first feature. Um, well, yeah, I'm 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 starting to think about getting a little bit more uh complex with my camera work and things like that but I, i've always i've still been attracted to you know the simple stuff and um because i think uh, i yeah i'm just very attracted to it and it lends to i always i'm always trying to get to i guess i'm always trying to get to a complexity i mean this was my writing too getting into complexity through simplicity or something like that some kind of uh i don't know zen cohen-esque <laughs> whatever you want to call it. <laughs> uh but um so i, I you know i i've been I've been operating on like a pretty simple, I mean, and maybe it's coming from not having any money and making these shorts with no money that I, it's very hard to get more complex with the camera work and things like that. So, but you know, we had, I had, a, I had a really, you know, I had, I had the whole thing shot listed and diagrammed out. I, I, I write, I make diagrams instead of um, storyboards, but because of the nature of the production and the schedule and some disasters that happen and things like that, you know, uh, we couldn't stick to that all the time. But we had that all mapped out, and um, and again, it was still about simplicity, and also the uh, I, I wanted a clean sixteen millimeter nook, not like not like a gritty thing. So we were we were trying to get you know we were trying to push it so we you know there wasn't much grain uh, or noise, uh, and uh, so that's what we were going for. Um, but yeah, we worked really well together, and Ashley's really just an amazing person to work with. Um, um, but yeah, this production, you know, we. It was really a, a tight schedule, so um, there wasn't there wasn't like lots of time to set up. Um, it was pretty fast. Um, 
on the, on the subject of, of grittiness, I guess, um, the, the New York that appears in the film is very distinctive. It, um, it feels, uh, you know, almost nostalgic for a bygone era, but it's also in its own way, uh, unmistakably the present. It, it's kind of an uncanny New York that maybe you can only really find in, in, uh, in movies. Um, uh, could you just talk a bit about, I mean, did you, you, you clearly had ideas about how you wanted to portray the city. So could you just say a bit about that? Yeah. Well, uh, it's interesting because, yeah, uh, it is. It does feel, I mean, I can, I can understand that it, there, it is a bygone New York in some ways, but then, you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm such close friends with Benny that uh, he, uh, yeah, he's somehow like a classic character in some ways. And so he, yeah, I mean, he sort of, has this sort of old New York kind of feeling, and yet he's he is here now and he's living today, and so I and he and he's very modern to me in some in some ways. So I hang out with him a lot. So hanging out with him and basing a character on him and and some and some of the tone based on him makes it just almost just naturally feel like an old old school New York kind of feeling, even though that's not necessarily too intentional. It just happens to be that's Benny. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely attracted to. Uh, old school New York stuff and um, and you know you, you start to everybody's always seeing the city's changing so much and that's you know and sometimes it's, it's sort of worrisome that that old kind of school I don't know uh, spirit is 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 leaving the city but then you find it and it's still around and and one thing I love about New York is um is uh, I don't know the the I think I I find New York to be I mean yes it's it's busy and it's uh, it can be quite insane but it's also um, friendly I think I mean people are uh, you see people well you see people being mean to each other everywhere but you also see people being nice to each other um, and helping each other out and that's a huge that's a huge part of New York for me of people helping each other out um, uh, I think that's a I think that's what that's one thing that makes New York very special to me and so uh, the movie's about a lot about that too yeah and it's almost in some ways it's like a it's a uh, it's a reversal of this cliche about new york being a, a character if anything uh instead of uh, the setting being a character the setting almost seems to emerge from the from the characters in the film uh, instead of the other way around i can see that yeah uh let's talk about um editing the film how long how long was the editing process and um uh, i'm curious because you're such a you're you're a serious uh, uh, writer, so I'm so I'm always interested to hear um, how closely what ends up in the final cut of the film uh, aligns with what was on the page. Um, yeah, the, I mean that it was you know too long. I mean it shouldn't have been so long. It, it took me a long time, and and um, I was editing. You know, I, I mean four months of editing, and then. Uh, a little bit more. I finally brought somebody else in to, you know, for five days, Aaron Katz to help me out, uh, just as a soundboard. And then there were three other days with Zach Clark a little bit later, um, which I really needed, you know, it's hard. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's wise for me to edit my own movie again. It's a very lonely, strange experience and, um, and difficult. It's a little too, it's a little harder than it should be, I think, um, because I'm, I, I think I just need another voice to bounce things off. But, you know, so the edit was a little, too long and then you know we ended up doing a couple little reshoots also later on so there was some more editing there um um but i i you know yes i mean i'm because i i edit the movie in my head already when i'm writing everything's really really tight i'm doing that when i'm directing too so i, I when i'm when i'm doing both writing and directing i'm 
already know where a lot of cuts are. Sometimes I'm wrong, but a, 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 a lot of the time I do know where I'm going to be cutting, um, which is very helpful when you're the director and you know you're doing this kind of production where you just shoot. You know you can just shoot half a take of something and shoot another take from a different angle because you know you're going to be able to cut and uh, where you're going to do that kind of stuff. Um, um, but but I I um I had originally cut you know I I, I uh, we we had, we stuck to the script really you know strictly in the in the in the shoot and I, I had been sticking pretty closely to the um, script when I was editing and I had moved some things around but there there did come a point where I had edited it to to it to too well in a certain kind of way where you could feel you could expect when who the next character was going to be who's going to pop up next and that needed to change a little bit so there was some you know there was some restructuring you can't do much because of the nature of it being one day and so you have to you can only move things around a little bit but um there was a there was a lot of that and you know just the regular editing stuff where you're just chopping out things that uh no longer belong but you know the movies the movies sort of a the movies you know a sort of uh, 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 like a, a tightly tuned machine that's just moving along with all these pieces, and the script was similar to that. So um, they're they're very they're very very close in in many ways. But but I don't yeah at some point you know I don't know really what I moved around or anything like that. I, I know I did, but yeah. But it's it's pretty close to the script, except for things that moved around. Yeah, and that so it sounds like part of it. Uh part of what you're just saying resonates with this idea of New York being an environment where people sort of by circumstance have to help one another. You have like, you know, Aaron Katz and Zach Clark being involved with the editing. David Lowry produced, right? Uh, executive produced. Yeah. Executive just and give notes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and Ashley is a, a filmmaker in her own right. It actually, in a, in a curious way, sort of resembles uh, a film that you were in uh, last year, Matias Pinero's Hermia and Helena, where um, qu- quite a large percentage of the cast were were also filmmakers. Um, it's just sort of a, a curious phenomenon, no? Oh, and Benny Safdie is, of course, in the cast. Yeah, Benny Safdie is in there. Nathan, and Nathan Zellner is in my movie also. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean... It's yeah. I, sometimes it's almost just it's just circumstantial that they're filming. I mean, like because Benny Benny Safdie. I mean, I haven't seen Good Time yet, so I'm really excited. But I love him as an actor. I've always loved him as an actor when he was back when he was doing just his funny stand up stuff, and and then being in John's. I mean, John's Gone. I love so much, and I also think David Zillner is a very good actor too. So it's it's uh, it just happens to be that they're filmmakers. But yeah, that community exists in this uh, in New York, but also just across the country sort of that that interweaving kind of thing do you i mean i think we we've talked about this before but i'd be curious to know how you feel about this now whether this kind of uh this flexibility on the part of uh filmmakers to maybe act in you know a, a friend's film or um in your case you've you've appeared in in a few films uh a few notable films in in recent years um whether you think that that helps that helps you to direct uh to direct actors or um i mean acting as a i mean acting as a whole yes definitely i mean um but that's yeah everybody's yeah i mean that's just a people have said that before i mean a- acting does help i mean every director probably should just act in one scene somewhere sometime just to feel how lost you can feel and uh, how much it's how refreshing it is to actually have direction is something that i discovered when when acting i don't yeah, I've I've always found it unless unless there's something in the script that you can sort of direct on your own, it's it's really difficult I, for me as an actor at least, and I think for a lot of actors to just 
show up and um, not be directed or have not been told what to do. It is that that to me is extremely frustrating. So um, I've learned a lot in that regard and, and how helpful it can be just to, you know, to, as the director to, to direct basically. Um, um, and, and, and so I, I just sort of know that I sort of uh, acting has given me the, uh, you know, the ability to, to, I guess, just sympathize more than anything with actors. Yeah, I just I wanted to conclude by just asking, uh, what's next? What's next for you? I guess your the film is opening in the U.S. and then it, it'll be in uh, in Locarno um, next month. But um, but what's next for you? Um, I'm in the middle. I'm I'm writing a second draft of the next movie, um, and uh, that's uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's pain. It, sometimes it's you know, it's hard. Um, but this, uh, it matters on the day you talk to me. And so today I feel really good. Um, but if you would talk to me three days ago, I was, uh, in that creative crisis feeling. Um, so that's what I'm up to. And I, you know, I don't, you know, you never, I mean, it's hard to tell when you're in the writing process, when, uh, when actually the whole thing's going to be, uh, um, you know, like when we like be shooting or anything like that, but we are trying, yeah, we're attempting to shoot this in the spring. So is it possible that along the way you'll, uh, you'll make another um, short film or two because it can sometimes emerge from, you know, issues trying to get bigger things made or. Yeah. Yeah. They usually, yeah. They usually come out when I'm restless and uh, need to work. Yeah. I mean, it does seem possible. I have one idea that keeps floating around, but uh, I don't, yeah. I mean, you know, I make the, I make the shorts really fast. So yeah, I could just decide one day to do it and then just start making it and have it done in a couple of weeks. So. And dramatic relationships. Your the last one was a camera test for person person, right? Yeah, we yeah I had to ca- I had to test some film that maybe we we're gonna buy. I had two cans, and we shot that. Um, instead of just doing a camera test, I decided I would shoot the uh, I would shoot a short film. Um, and we were very and that was very fun. That's something I want to do again. Where we were limited. You know, we just shot. We only had one take. We I, I limited myself to one take because we only had two two cans. So it's fun to do that. Um, and that movie was sort of perfect for that because we could, if something got screwed up, that was okay because it's the, you know, the making of a movie. All right. Uh, Dustin, thank you. Thanks. The Close-Up from the Film Society of Lincoln Center is produced by Michael Odemark. Our opening music is by Steelism. You can subscribe to The Close-Up on iTunes and Stitcher. The Film Society of Lincoln Center is a nonprofit arts organization based in New York City, supported by individuals just like you. Founded in 1969 to celebrate American and international cinema, the Film Society presents year-round programming recognizing established and emerging filmmakers, supporting important new work, and enhancing awareness, accessibility, and understanding of the moving image. To learn more about what we do and support the Film Society by becoming a member, visit filmlink.org, F-I-L-M-L-A-N-C.org. The Film Society of Lincoln Center. Film lives here.